It's time for this week's Uplift. Three ordinary guys that want you to find the freedom that is available by knowing our Lord Jesus Christ. So sit back and enjoy Uplift, brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our site at thefulcrumcenter.org. Have you guys ever read the book, Who Moved My Cheese? I have. I've not. Okay. Well... I am not talking about my cheese personally. Oh. Nobody touched my cheese, but <laughs> well, cool. um, there is a book called "Who Who Moved Is It Who Moved My Cheese or Who Moved Who Moved Phil's Cheese <laughs> Who Moved My Cheese?" Yeah, it is. Okay, so anyway, it's about change, and with some changes coming, you know, locally, personally for us, and then yeah. on the large scale too. I thought maybe we could talk about that tonight. I think it's a great idea. All right. Well, I'm Phil Bliss. I'm Ian Thornton. I'm Chad McLeish. And this is Uplift. So thanks for joining us tonight. So this book, Who Moved My Cheese, is about 60, 70 pages. I yeah, think. it's real short. Yeah. yeah and it's not it's, a hard uh, read, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> a, little, a little smaller than 40 on 70. And you read that one. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's about rats. They're rats in a maze. And every day they go out and they find cheese, and it's always in the same spot. But one day they go out, and somebody moved the cheese. And there's two rats, right? Two rats. It's been a while since I read it. Mm -hmm. I think there's two rats, and one of them, you know, he put his shoes on the same way every day. He ran the same number of steps every day, and he gets there, and the cheese is gone. He's like, okay, that's it. It's over. My life's over. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Right here. Yeah. The other rat is like, okay, somebody moved my cheese, so what am I going to do about this? You know, and it's about change. It's yeah. um, it's a book that a lot of businesses have people read as a way to get them to adapt mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we face changes in our lives all the time. Sometimes we invoke the change when we want to change. Mm-hmm. Sometimes change is invoked for us by another person or a situation, or sometimes it's a catastrophe and everybody's involved, you know, like a, we call it an act of God. Like if there's an earthquake or a tornado or a hurricane or or something, or COVID, that caused a lot of change. Yes, it did cause a lot of change. (laughs) So how do you guys deal with change? <laughs> I love, that's a great. That wasn't even scripted. I swear that was not scripted. Okay. But it's true. Don't we all just kind of take a deep breath and yeah. go, "Oh, oh man, yeah. here we go again." Um, I know what Chad. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Well, great. I mean, there's a lot we could talk about, but I mean, I think that how we how I deal with change has changed over the course of my my life as mm-hmm. I've grown and matured. I mean, when I was younger, I didn't deal with change quite the way I do now. I mean, I'll, I'll you know, this is uplift. I'm going to say now I, I take a lot of it to the Lord and get the <laughs> Lord's input where before I didn't. But it was funny, like, you know, you were talking about, you know, moving the cheese and it's a book a lot of businesses use. See, I work in the construction industry. So, like, we just kind of, you know, we just, we just face it head on and <laughs> let the sparks fly and, <laughs> Blow some walls out yeah, here and there, there you, and, yeah. you know, but yeah, so I mean, uh, you know, in my personal life, you know, when I was younger, you know, you, you do things a little different, but I, I take change to the Lord and I seek the positive in it, you know, hmm. because, you know, at first, you know, like we were kind of talking earlier off camera, it's like the way, you know, the way I think about it is, 
Um, when you first get the news of something that something's going to change, you think of the worst, or at least most people do. You're just like, how is this going to impact me? Uh, you know, this is going to change. That's going to change. This is going to be different. Um, and, and you just kind of think like, oh man, you kind of go into a little temporary panic mode. Like, you know, who moved my cheese? Where is my cheese? But then once you kind of really start thinking and processing, it's like, well, yeah, but this and, and that, mm. you know, and, and we can, we'll talk more about some change that I think Ian's going to yeah. address, but not all change is bad. You just have to think through it. And sometimes the change ends up being a positive thing because it just, it changes your interaction with people and situations sometimes. Sometimes change is very bad, but sometimes it's, it can turn out to be a positive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, with, with change, there's, it, it comes in all different shapes and sizes. Um, it, it can be expected. It can be unexpected. You know, it can be because of a shift at job. It can be, um, having another child. Mm. Been through a few of those, <laughs> you know. But it's like it, it, it comes in different um, fashions all the time. And there's times when God brings it. Mm-hmm. And um, right. though he's always aware mm-hmm. of it, there's times when, when he puts it in motion. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, that's what I'm dealing with personally. Okay. And, and what I'm dealing with personally and, and what I'm, what I'm going to share obviously ripples into a lot of people's lives. So um, for the last couple months, weeks, just really praying over um, my role as being pastor here at First United Methodist. And and God just uh, really sharing that it's time to transition. So though um, many churches and denominations have um, processes that they walk through, um, uh, the process to start and being pastor wasn't normal, and so we're not going to necessarily expect the next step to be normal either. So, in the next um, my next few months, um, I'll be stepping away as pastor here at First United Methodist. Um, end of April will be my last Sunday as pastor, but stepping into something the next, and and it's more full time, uh, really just building and and working with the Fulcrum Center and everybody that's involved there. So that's what I'm going to be doing. But the shift and the change is like this past Sunday to to share with the congregation, here's the change. And so it's like, Chad, what you were talking about, it's like, so what's next? And right. what's this? And what about that? And, and there's a, a time when we kind of feel bombarded with a lot of what ifs and how abouts, which the enemy can really get in there with, with the doubt mm-hmm. um, and, and really work on us. But at the same time, God already knows. So we get to trust what he's doing and we get to watch him pull those things together and you know really you know to to go to him like chad like what you were saying and and to understand what's his heart in all of this how does he see these things what is he doing where is he taking us and that goes for every person involved and they really get to see things from god's perspective and to watch him be who he is and who he says he is and give him the strength and the comfort and the peace to step into the next. So there's a lot, there's a lot that goes on with change, but it's, it's good. It's, it's good. It's okay. I guess that's one thing is to understand we have, we have permission. We have his permission to understand and to believe that it's okay. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, Chad, one thing you said, 
you really hit the nail on the head. You said, I take it to God now. Yeah. And for yeah, all of us, good. we if we do that, if we learn to do that, if we make that a discipline. Mm, yeah. Because there, I can't begin to tell you how many times I've tried to take on something, whether it be a change, a small project, anything, and not take it to God first. I usually end up taking it to God because I'm on my knees saying, I don't know what to do now. Yeah, I've really you blown know. it up at yeah. this point. <laughs> so we always, we end up, we end up there with him, Phil, just right. like what you're saying. So, and, and that's biblical too, because I, it I, is. I think of Israel coming out of Egypt. God brought them out, and instead of them going to God and saying, okay, what's the next step? They're like, oh, this is bad. We, we had it good. We had food. We had shelter. And now we're being led to destruction. And instead of going to God and say, you brought us out, what's your next move? Hmm. You know, when we yeah. do, when change happens, let's go to God and say, what's the next move? Because you already know what the future holds. I don't see it, but I'm trusting you. Mm-hmm. And you got to believe that God will tell you. Mm-hmm. And that in itself can be a change for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because isn't it neat to watch how God creates change and and I say it personally internally he creates change within from the change that we are walking through on the outside mm-hmm. yes yes exactly yeah and think about that fear of the unknown you know like Phil you're talking about you know like what the, what you know the Israelites were were you know they didn't know where they were going they didn't understand they just knew that they were going from here where they had it you know relative calm and they had food and all the things you talked about they were going into the unknown and that's that fear of the unknown mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and and so much you know it goes back to fear and we have these fears of things the things that we don't know and when we face change it's a fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Well, what's my future going to look like now in this situation that's changing? And there's that that kind of quick fear that hits you. Yeah, you know, that's what you have to pray through. And you know, in my life, I I face a, I still battle fear every day, many many times a day on every topic you can think of. I have a lot of fears about things, the unknown, and and just different things. And and that's. To me, it's a very important thing is just to um, really pray into those fears and ask for the peace. You know, hey, Lord, bring me some peace in this situation. You know, he's not going to lay out every step for you. Even people that are prophetic, he's not going to lay out every step for mm-hmm. you and, and show you everything. Right. Yeah, and right. sometimes that's, that's it's a good point. And sometimes it's for your own good. Like, because if <laughs> yeah. he would, right? Because if he did tell you everything and show you everything, it would probably blow your mind and freak yes. you out. Like, yes. you know. But so pray, pray for peace in the midst of that quick fear that hits you when you find out about change or you hear change. You know, it's like it's almost like you have to condition yourself in the Lord to not panic. Take the deep breath of the end. Yeah, and I both did together yes, exactly. Right. But then just pray into that fear that that quick fear that hits you and just, you know, Lord, OK, give me peace. Settle me down in this fear and show me what I need to do next. Yeah. Show me what I need to do next. Not 20 steps ahead, but what is my next step in this? Tell me how you want me to think or tell me what you want me to do. And then just kind of have some, some stillness and some peace in that. 
and let him lead you hmm. into your next steps yeah as it involves that change yeah right and you know a lot of times we want to go to other people and say what do i do you know what what that we're looking for advice what do i do in this situation and a lot of times we we do that with our parents or um a friend a close friend but God is the one we can trust the most. Sure, you can ask other friends, and I'm not saying don't. Don't ask your parents. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying make sure God's one of those that you're going to to ask that advice. Because your friends will just then confirm, or they'll cause you to go back to God and say, okay, well, that doesn't match up with what you said, God. And then another friend will come. God will have his way if you let him. Yeah. Yeah, but if you totally ignore him and you just leave him out of it, mm-hmm. get ready to pick yourself up off the floor. <laughs> well, because I, you're gonna fall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got a personal story. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chad, as you're talking about, you know, the fear and all, mm-hmm. and and then just and, and asking God for peace, right? Right. So, in Luke, there's a very familiar story. So the disciples are in the boat and they're they're going across the sea, and and Jesus is asleep. Okay. Okay. Storm comes up, right? And they're screaming because, you know, they're going to die. Jesus, don't you care? We're all going to die. And Jesus gets up and realizes and sees the storm that's taking place. And what does he say? Peace, be still. Okay. So at that moment, and, and as the fear hit, then Jesus spoke peace into the fear. So <clears throat> when we were living in Virginia... We were doing a family devotion, and we were talking about this story and talking to the kids about it, explaining it and everything. They were, okay, Dad, got it. Got it. Man, this is great. This is great. Fantastic. You know what, guys? Man, we're going to go to the pool today. Why don't you guys, everybody, load up in the car. We're going to go to the pool. So we loaded up all, all the kids. I think we had we had five at the time. Okay. So five kids, all the floaties, all the towels, and everything that goes with it. We're going to the pool. <laughs> okay. So we get to the pool and we unload all the floaties and all the kids and everything else that they could carry and I had to carry as well. And we get into the pool. And we finally get settled. So we find our chairs. We get the towels laid out. We get all this stuff done. And then all of a sudden, thunder. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. Well, the kids are like, Dad, we're going to get in the pool. And they jump around in the pool. We're like, you know, the lifeguards are blowing the whistle. Dig out of the pool. We have to wait. We have to wait. And then all of a sudden, man, one of the, the this just thundercloud and rainstorm came over top of the Blue Ridge mm. and just hammered. And I'm like, get in the car, get in the car. So we're tr- scrambling to get back in the car. And I am losing it. <laughs> I'm losing it. Sit down, get the car, you know, get out of the thunderstorm, blah, 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 blah. And so we finally all get loaded in, and I'm like, man, we just got here. And I start voicing all of my frustrations and everything. And from the back seat, I hear one of my little ones go, peace be still. And they were talking to me. Ooh, wow. (laughs) Talk about reflective and just self-reflective and going, I am the one making the storm here. Oh, yeah. I am the one making their storm. And they calmed the storm. And they calmed it Mm. right now. And it's that peace. It's speaking into those things. Yeah. Literally. And and talking about practically, 
It is that because what we say has power, right? Absolutely. It has authority and we can speak into those situations. Jesus was a great example because he spoke truth. He spoke one of the weapons of warfare that we talk about, one of the fruits of the spirit, peace into fear. Yeah. And calmed the storm. Just like one of my children spoke into my life to calm wow. the storm. And and when these changes hit us, speak truth. Right. Speak truth. God is not surprised by the change. He knows it's coming. He can work all things for good for those who love him. But speak the peace and the truth into your situation and and let God be that. You know, there's a time coming. We've talked about this on this show a couple of times Mm -hmm. that there's changes are coming. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can't sit here and say, here's one, two, three, four, five, the, the things that are changing. But I can tell you, the way that you understand church is changing. The way you will understand it, I should say. Um, your relationship with God is going to yeah. change. Yeah. If you want it to be good, if you accept it, if you move forward in what God is bringing, it will be fantastic. If you hold back, if you say, this isn't for me, this is way out there, then okay, Mm. but you're going to miss out. You're not going to be lost. You're going to miss out. Okay. And, you know, I'm not, I'm just talking about people that have a relationship with God right now that know God. That's all I'm talking about right now. It's you're going to move forward or you're going to just fall in. Yeah, it's, to the wayside. it's it's almost it's it's almost as though God is is sending out invitations. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and you you have to RSVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when you wake up one day and you put your shoes on, you tie them, and you take the same number of steps, and you come to a place in the maze and there's no cheese, don't freak out. Right, <laughs> take it to God and say, okay, I knew this change was coming. We heard about this, so what do I do now, Lord? Hmm. Take the same number of steps back to where you began, pray or pray right there. I don't care how you do it. And lead, follow the leading of the Lord to accept the change and, and go with it. And there will be people that will help with that change, too. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Really, partnerships and, yeah. you know, and, and, and camaraderie and at the same time, accountability mm-hmm. that, that we all have along this journey as we step into our next, mm-hmm. as Chad was talking about. Mm-hmm. And we can, we've already proven we can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Almost two years ago, well, on this day two years ago, and there was a lot of talk about the coronavirus. What's this thing called the coronavirus? People were making jokes about it. You know, I saw a, a picture of a guy drinking a Corona and saying, I'm not afraid of the coronavirus. And he's had it twice now. <laughs> so anyway, a friend of mine, but um, we, it was a change for the yeah. entire world. And we're still seeing how that change is developing. So we can do it. We can mm-hmm. get through the situations because we turned to God in great numbers during yeah. that time. We may not have been meeting in churches, but people were turning to God. And I don't, again, I don't know what the change is going to be, but I know that God is, he's saying out with the old and in with the new, it's time for you to know, like one thing I can say for certain is 
people will become more literate of the Bible. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're going to be experts in the Bible, but they will be more literate of the Bible. <laughs> so biblical, biblical literacy will improve and people will, they will not avoid. Okay. I guess what I'm saying is part of the change that I can say is coming is not so much relying on self and relying on what you see, not relying on technology, not relying on the world. The invitation is to rely on God. Mm, yes. There you go. There you go. To rely on That's strong human standards. Rely on God. And he will provide if you accept that invitation. Yeah, and there's going to be opportunities, you know, like like with I'll put out a pers- little personal story, you know, like when my wife and I talked over when we when Ian had shared with us about him, you know, transitioning to his next role, and my wife and I had a lot of conversations about it and talked about a lot of things because we've grown close to mm-hmm. to Ian and yeah. we appreciate his teachings and things like that and in his friendship, and I said it's just it's just. Look at the opportunities. Mm-hmm. I said, just because he's physically not going to be here every week in our church, it, you know, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for communication, mm-hmm. new openings of doors and things like that. So look at the opportunities and pray about those opportunities with God for increased yeah, levels of communication. There are different forms of communication, mm-hmm. but the, no matter what the change is in your life, um, Look at look for opportunities as people move, as jobs change, as roles change, as things change in your church. Pray to the Lord about hey, what what good are you bringing about in this situation? Mm. You know, right. great question. Right. Okay, so and, and let's be real. Great question to the and, Lord. And let's be real. There's some changes in this life that are not good. We aren't mm-hmm. going to dwell on those. You know, people pass away from COVID. People pass away from diseases. People will get sick, whatever. But here's the thing. Those things are going to happen. We can't change those. Right. We can pray about right. them, but we can't change them. Right. But what I'm talking about are the, the life changes, mm, you know, yeah, yeah. moving, jobs, uh, family changes, people, your kids growing up and moving out of the house. And, and you know, you're, you know, Phil's kids or have moved out and they're, yeah, they're in, young adults. In careers. Yeah, yeah career. Yeah. Your kids in careers. There's a lot of change there. You've gone through a lot of change. In in your situation, mm-hmm. you have one of your kids are getting going to college. Yeah. That's a big change for you and your family. But what are the opportunities? You know, what opportunities are you going to have that come into your life now that your kids are entering into adulthood? That I think a lot of people can relate to that. Mm-hmm. But pray into those opportunities and, and 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 look at it opportunistically. Yeah, just it's shifting your focus and your mindset and being in prayer about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, God's always in the move on the move, and he and he's he's you know and, and we've heard it say you know if if he shuts a door, he'll open a window. You know, but it's the opportunity. It's like okay, yeah. so step into this. There's God's always has the next for mm-hmm. you. And, and he has your best interests in mind. Mm-hmm. He has your heart in mind. He has uh, growth in relationship with you at, in mind. And, and he's wanting the best in these situations. Absolutely. And I, I've got a change coming my way. I don't know what it is yet. I don't know what it looks like yet, but I know it's coming. And it's job-related. Mm. And... I can't give any details because, first of all, I don't know any details. And secondly, <laughs> right. it's, it's 
there's to just, be determined. It's not the right time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What's that? To, to be, be determined. determined. To be determined, right. But when that happens, when you want to control the situation, you get frustrated. When you want to look at the situation openly, fear starts to creep in. Mm-hmm. And it's in those moments where you both times you've got to take it to God and say, look, please control this for me. And, and help my fear. Yes. Remove my fear. Because there, I could very easily say, nope, I'm staying, everything's staying exactly the way it is because I'm very comfortable. Because there could be some discomfort in mm-hmm. what's coming. Yeah. And that's part of the unknown. But like you said, Chad, I'm taking it forward to God. I'm saying, look, I don't know what it is, Lord. I'm walking in faith. I'm trusting you. I'm stepping out like Peter stepping out of that boat. Onto the water, and I'm not going to sink. Yeah, and I, I'm not going to say I hope I don't sink. I'm going to say I'm not going to sink because God will not let me. Mm. Yeah, we can do that. We can all do that. Yeah, you're not going to sink. And you know, the thing about it is, is what opportunity if you just stayed stagnant, you could. Yeah, you could just stay in your current position for the rest of your life, probably, and you could stay stagnant and comfortable. What does comfortable mean? I mean, really, (laughs) when you think about it, what is because you may miss out on the best opportunity of your life. Mm -hmm. You don't know, but you know, God, you know, God always promised us that He's got, you know, He's got our best interests at heart. He's always looking for to move us forward, at least in His kingdom and in the way His kingdom works. Good point. And and there's a little difference there between the way that we think we should move forward and the (laughs) way the Lord wants us to move forward in His kingdom. So you have to kind of take that into account. But it's important to realize that, you know, I'm sitting in this chair and I feel comfortable. What does that mean? If I were sitting in a a lazy boy recliner, would I be more comfortable? You know, it's all relative. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of all, you you know, like what you think is comfortable in your moment. Like God's like, well, yeah, but what what I got, you know, for you is so much better, you know, like. Mm. But you don't know it. You're you're afraid of the unknown, and it's those fears that keep you from moving forward. And we're we're all we've all done it. You know, you face a major life decision, a job. You know, should I go back to college? Whatever. Yeah. You know, those different things, those decisions that you're trying to make, and you're trying to seek discernment in. You know, sometimes you perceive a move as like, oh man, I don't know, I don't know, is this the right thing? And God's like. Just trust me. Yeah. And, and that's tough. You know what? And I can tell you personally that there are times when you say, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And that is also God sometimes saying, that's not the right thing. That's not the right thing. That's not the right thing. Mm. So if you don't take that to God and say, God, is that you saying that's not the right thing? Because I could have made a wrong decision a few months ago regarding the book. Right. Would have cost me a lot of money. I now believe I made the right decision with how to publish it. Mm-hmm. And I, me personally, I was very comfortable. There's that word again. I wanted to. I saw. I could see the potential in going with this other publisher, but sticking with Fulcrum Publishing and learning the publishing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I was saying, I don't know. I don't know. Well, here it was God saying, Phil, don't make that step. Don't take that jump. Don't take that leap because that's not the right move. So, but I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't taken it to God and asked Him. Right, and you exercise patience. Yes, yeah. yes, good point. Yes. You were, you were still, you were patient, you were waiting, you weren't rushed, you weren't in a hurry, 
You, you. Oh, I was, but I, I did pay, become patient. <laughs> we were there for it. Yes, yes, you guys, both of you. Uh, one we of you went the to audience. the hospital, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I just bowed out. Yeah. <laughs> you go, I'm getting out of this one. <laughs> but no, it's, it's again, it all goes back to yeah. take it to God. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and Absolutely. and there's those points too, you know, what like we're talking about our transition and to step away, and mm-hmm. you know, going back to things and understanding that that God has, that He has plans for us. Mm-hmm. He's got, you know, He's got the next for us, and and though we don't know exactly what that is or how pieces of the puzzle are going to fit, there's those times too of just going, okay, for for this next thing to be revealed, then I need you to take this step. Mm-hmm. And and that's where we are, mm-hmm. and and I I f- have all the confidence in the world. And there again, you know, talking to the Lord and and to the accountability that God's put around me, and right, and uh, people who are willing to walk alongside, um, no matter what what's going on, but to understand that for all of this out beyond to be revealed, then this one step of faith has to take place, mm-hmm. and. And sometimes it's just, you're just out there. Mm-hmm. And, yep. yeah. and that's okay. And that's okay. You're out there, but you're not alone. Exactly. You're never alone. You you aren't. And that's, and, and it's in situations like this that really help you believe, to believe that. Not just in your head, but it has to sink and saturate your heart. To know that I'm not alone out here. I'm just, I'm being obedient. God loves me. He's got a next for us. And and I'm willing to step out and trust him. And I'm okay with that. And we get, I'm, we get to. We get to. We get this. to. You, yeah. It just gets to that point. And in our journey, as, as our family has, you know, this isn't the first time. Um, that doesn't mean it makes it any easier, but there's a trust level that we've cultivated with God and watched him do the miraculous time and time and time again. Mm -hmm. And so this becomes part of our life. Mm -hmm. It becomes part of our life to, 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 to step out, um, and, and to let him, do what he needs to do through us and through the, and, and with people around us and with us. That's good. It, it, we can, you can, he, he can be trusted. Yes. He can be trusted. He can and, tr- be trusted anytime there's a change. Yes. Um, no matter what it is. Yeah. And he wants us just to have a positive attitude, you know, and, and, and it's not always that simple and easy, but, but he really wants us to have a positive attitude and look for the opportunities that he's presenting to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we, right. we have to approach it. We have to change our mindsets. You know, we really do. Like sometimes you, we can just sit there and be so self-focused and so self, you know, that we aren't even looking at where he's looking to improve us. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. You know, we just have to change right. our mindsets right. yeah. and, and be like, okay, what opportunity is God bringing forward to me? And, and that might sound cheesy and corny and whatever, but it really is important because it's like there, change is inevitable. Yes. We're all going to face change. Yes. In our lives. yes. We're never just going to be able to sit there and, and be in comfort at what we perceive as comfort forever. It's not going to happen. 
change will happen to you whether you want it to happen or not. Ready or not. Yes, ready or not. So you might as well just, you know, have a positive attitude and positive mindset towards it. Cancel the fear and be in prayer about, Lord, show me your opportunities. Because he wants to. Yes. He yes. wants to show us the opportunities and the positive things. Because he's yes. he's he walks with us when we go through the through the 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 negative stuff that we go through in life. And you know, he he that brings him down to see us go through those negative things. But he it it so pleases him to watch us go through the positive things. And and he wants to us to go through the positive things and we just have to be receptive we just have to have that heart that open mind and that open heart to accept it and to look for the positive and not focus on the negative great Mm. and you know anybody can do it it yeah in the beginning of uplift we we say Three ordinary guys. And that's really what we are. We're nothing yeah, different than anybody watching or listening yeah, to this. No. We can all here. do this. Because, not because of who we are, but because of who he is. Yeah, and it's just us sharing what what we what we have and what we are experiencing with him. Yes. It's just this this is our life and it's just like And it's possible for everyone. Here you go. Yes it is. Yes it is. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah, and don't beat yourself up in guilt if you face or if you encounter change and you, you know, fall down. If you fail at, you know, doing these things we're talking yeah. about. Do not beat yep. yourself up. We all do this. Yes. We are not, we're not up here telling you we're perfect. We still have scabs. Yeah. And, you know, you know, Ian told us the story at the pool. <laughs> you know, like, right, dude, but, I mean, Phil, Phil, Phil's, never, Phil's never had that happen to him. Oh, yeah. But no, I did the other night actually. <laughs> but but just don't beat yourself up. Over no, it. don't. It don't. Don't because we all slip up. We all you know that's not what this is about. This is just about changing your mindset. Yeah, having a more positive mindset to face the things that are going to come your way, and and that's what the Lord wants. That's yeah. the heart. That's the heart that the Lord wants us to have. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that is exactly right. Yeah. So I see we're we're getting close on time here. So a couple other changes that are coming, uh, programming changes. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have if some we of those can too. Talk about that, and that is that um, when we first started Uplift, it was part of. And this is for podcast listeners. If you're watching on YouTube, then it doesn't affect you. But uh, if you're listening on the podcast, mm-hmm. we had Uplift on what's called a podcast channel. Which is where you, it's a, it's a feed basically. When you go to Apple or Google or Stitcher or whatever, there's a feed that comes in that feeds you those podcasts. We have switched for Uplift to be on its own and for various reasons. Um, yeah. administrative reasons, programming reasons, lots of reasons. But yeah. anyway, um, we want to break them out Bible time from Uplift. So Uplift will now be on its own channel. So what you'd have to do is if you're listening on the podcast and you mm-hmm. like Uplift, we're asking you to go to Google or Apple or Stitcher, tune in. We're on all of them, iHeartRadio, Pandora, anywhere where you get your podcast, and search for Uplift. Now, I found that if you search for Uplift, Fulcrum, maybe search for Phil, Ian, and Chad, the more keywords you put in, the more likely you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. 
um, because it's a fairly new channel. Yeah. And subscribe to it, and then you'll get uplift. The same way you get it right now, it's just that it will be on that channel. Because we're going to separate. Yeah. After this week, we're going to separate Bible Time and Uplift, because uh, this will be our fourth week yeah. after we've made that change. Mm-hmm. So you got to subscribe to them both. Subscribe to, to them, them both. both. Yeah. If you're listening on the podcast, you're probably listening on the one that is going to be just for Bible Time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on Thursday night at 7, you're not going to find Uplift anymore, because it's now on its own channel. And if you have any questions about that, if you don't understand, reach out to me, phil at org, and I'll be glad to explain it. And in more detail and help you even yeah, find that's it. Yeah, that's great. That's so, great. And we um, really encourage your feedback too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks. We, you know, sometimes we get feedback just from people that, um, you know, people in church or whatever that are listening to us or watching us. But, you know, send us an email, send us something on Facebook, send us, put a comment in YouTube. Yeah. Wherever. Oh, yeah. Um, let us know. We we do value your feedback and we want to know. We want to know what we can change, what we can improve, what we can, you know, do we can, do we get rid of Ian? Do we keep no I'm just kidding? <laughs> well, I was gonna say if you have positive comments and you can send them to me at Ian, Ian at If you have negative comments and you send them to Phil. And it's Phil at the Polkrumcenter.org. That's easy. It's really pretty simple. (laughs) And cmcleish1 at gmail.com. That's right. M-C-L-E-I-S-H. Right? You got it. I got it. I used to spell it wrong all the time. I know. (laughs) He told me Kathy was mad, but I think it was really him. But no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, send us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, because this is really about our listeners. This isn't about us. This isn't about us. We could... Sit around and talk. Yes. Yeah, if there's, the if there's subject, yeah. yeah. If there's subject matters, if there's questions that you have, Absolutely. if there's things that you just, you know, hey, how do you guys see this, or what's your perspective on that? Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, just man, send it in and let us know, and and let us just get a chance to speak to that, so that we can walk alongside you in what God's doing in your life. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Lord, the Lord created this and blessed this for that purpose. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. To, to be uplifting to people, to give people the practicality that we talk about. You know, practical life advice and, and things like that, you know. Yeah. The, these guys have been walking this walk for a long time. I'm I'm relatively new compared to them. But it's it's we all have in different perspectives and outlooks yeah. and yeah. experiences and um that's what makes it beautiful. It's like, you know, we're all talking the same thing but we're coming at it from different mm-hmm. situations and, and life backgrounds. Yeah. Yeah. So Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Hey, so if you're watching on YouTube, um, last week you saw how we were remote because of the snow in, in that three square uh, format. Mm-hmm. That will be happening a lot more probably when Ian moves away. Yeah. And we don't know when he's moving away. We just know he's stepping down as pastor, but eventually probably be moving away. Yeah, at some point of transition. Yep. Yeah, and that's part of the next thing yeah. we, we've been talking about tonight. Not exactly sure where or when. Right. But right. And if we get another snowstorm, we'll be doing exactly. that remotely again. <laughs> right. Who knows when that'll happen? That's another change. The change yeah. is going to be, I don't know where I'm going to put more snow if it snows like it's supposed to. <laughs> so, okay. Well, but that's great. anything else tonight, guys? No, I'm good. Yeah, we're good. I'm good. Great good time. Episode. Great time tonight. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Thank you all for joining in. Absolutely. And please give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. And we will see you next week. Sounds good. All right. Sounds good. good. good Blessings. Night.